and welcome to Fate FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, your host today, and thank you for tuning in. It's wonderful to have you with us today, and I'm inviting you to stay with us for the whole hour, because we have a very interesting program today with a topic you'll just learn uh, in a moment uh, what we are going to talk today, but also a bit of introduction for the whole uh, whole week. But just before we move into that, I would like to welcome today... Our co-hosts, I should say, but first of all, I'd like to introduce Joseph Maticic. Um, he's the General Secretary for the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia for a little bit more. Yes, not, not for much longer, Nick. I'm finishing up and, um, and moving soon. And you brought with you somebody I, which I would like you to introduce if it's possible because it's somebody who will take over your um, your job to say so. That's exactly right. So we're privileged today in the studio to have um, Pastor Yong Shin Chi uh, or Yoshi uh, who is actually going to take over my role here in South Australia um, has been recently elected as the Secretary for the Seventh-day Adventist Church and is here with us today. Yoshi Welcome along. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph, for the warm welcome. Um, a lot of you probably haven't met Joseph face to face, but he's got big shoes that I have to fill, size 38s. Uh, isn't that right, Joseph? <laughs> no, he's being modest. Um, he's moving on to greener pastures. No, I can't say that. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't I'm, know about that, but with the, with the floods going on now there in yeah, uh, Queensland, Queensland and yeah. other places, you know, uh, I'm glad that I'm in Adelaide in South Australia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's been a lot of that around, but uh, it, it's um, yeah, it's an opportunity uh, for you to come here to Adelaide to to come into this role. Uh, I'll be moving um, in just a couple of months' time, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we're, we're doing a little bit of I guess a bit of handover, and now is an opportunity for you to be here in our Faith FM studio to to also come and meet and see and. Um, uh, be part of our, our well our drive time program today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm from Melbourne, uh, r- originally from Malaysia. That's where I grew up. Um, Chinese descent. I can say that Adelaide. It's my first time in Adelaide. Well, second time now because I was here what three weeks ago. Yes, lovely city, lovely people. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to know everyone here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very good. So, look, thank you for d- just mentioning very briefly. Um, a little bit about yourself. So you mentioned what Chinese Malaysian originally. Yeah, where yeah, were you? Yeah. Where were you born? So my grandparents are from China, and they moved uh, from China to Malaysia back in a long time ago. Okay. Uh, so my parents were born in Malaysia. I was born in Malaysia. I moved to Melbourne to uh, finish high school. This was nineteen ninety something. That's a long time ago, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I yeah had a career in IT for a little while, um, stayed in the US for a little while, and then now I'm in South Australia. It's my next move. Mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. very good. And you, well, let me ask you, have you always been a... A Christian? Have you, have you always been a, a committed Christian? 
No, I haven't actually. Uh, I didn't grow up Christian. I grew up as an atheist for the most part. Right. Um, my uh, my mom died when I was nine, actually, and maybe uh, one of these days I'll get to share my story with mm. the Faith FM family. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And and so the search for my dad in terms of religion began. Um, he married a few years later. Uh, my stepmother then adopted me um, when I was uh, yeah. So she's mom now. Yes. And so my journey has been kind of up and down I went to almost every church imaginable for the most part trying to figure out who God is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before I came to I guess the Seventh-day Adventist church and um, yeah and, and the rest is history I guess you can say that yeah, yeah. but my journey hasn't been without a lot of questions okay. um, and I've I've been really blessed to have some really good people answer those questions mm-hmm. along the way mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well definitely I reckon Nick we, we really should plan um, sooner rather than later to give Yoshi the opportunity to, to share his story um, on, on Faith FM. And one of the programs maybe will be Joseph uh, on another program which I produced in the footsteps of Jesus, sharing yeah. your testimony, your sure. story. But I was going to say, uh, Joseph, I hope you trained already uh, uh, Yoshi to come here as a co-host maybe Monday nights or uh, some other days of the week. Yeah. You never know. You never know. This, this is part of the reason I wanted Yoshi to come here today, Nick. So already he gets a bit of a feel yes. uh, of, of how things work. But no, it's really great that you're um, not only just able to be here now, Yoshi, but um, the way that God has led, mm-hmm. um, the way he's brought you from from a not only another country, completely different country, but also from a, you know, no, no faith whatsoever, no Christian faith whatsoever mm. in your journey. And, uh, you are, um, and yeah, you'll tell the story, but yeah, you are now a, a church minister, mm-hmm. um, Seventh day Adventist minister, and have been pastoring for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, it, you had an IT background, you mm-hmm. said, uh, but now you've come, you know, more recently you've been a church pastor, mm-hmm. worked in a number of churches across Australia, and soon to relocate to, to Adelaide to be the secretary for the Seventh-day Adventist Church. So it's remarkable. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how God works. Um, yes. When I first became a pastor, what, almost 12 years ago now, I told some of my high school friends who knew I wasn't a Christian, and a couple of them actually laughed. Uh, <laughs> they laughed. They thought I was kidding. They couldn't believe it, huh? They couldn't believe it. No. They're just like, you're a pastor? And I, actually, I told them, I said, uh, they, they asked me, you know, what are you doing now? I said, I'm a pastor. And they just burst out laughing. <laughs> and like, you know, no, seriously, seriously. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm serious. And they just... And they, they were really curious. Yeah. So I got to share my story a little bit. Um, um, and God just works. Uh, I said no a lot of times, not just to becoming a pastor, but to becoming a Christian. Mm. Um, I studied with a number of pastors. I had a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And I still do for the mm. most part. Um, but God has really revealed himself in ways that you just don't expect. You know, and and I'm here today because of, yeah. of, of the goodness of God. You had a lot of questions. You said, "Now it's interesting. This this very program, yeah. Yoshi, is yeah. called Big Q and A. Big Q and A. We we ask big questions mm-hmm. and we seek answers to big questions here on on Drive Time, don't we, Nick? This is Absolutely. this is exactly what it is. Drive Time is Big Q and A. So you're in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. And my dear dear listener, just uh, as you hear uh, talking. Uh, here today, you may have questions. You may wrestle with God even Mm. uh, right now as you listen probably to this program. 
you know, God is in a business of answering uh, those questions. Yes. And we are trying to do our best to bring it to your attention, you know, the Bible and what the Bible has to say about some of those questions. And one of those questions we have today, and a very interesting one, we'll come to that just in a, in a moment. And I will invite you to be part of this program to, to send a message to us. Uh, we'll share it live if that's uh, possible. The number is 04888-80811. You just need to send a text message with maybe a question, a thought, or, or a comment in regard to the topic which we are going to um, to address in just a moment. But yeah, uh, Joseph and uh, Yoshi, it's good to have you with us here uh, today. And uh, we are uh, looking forward for this uh, particular topic. I would like to also mention to our listeners that we'll have an offer for you um, just a bit later on, a wonderful book prepared for you. And uh, keep that number safe because um, we'll come back to that and we'll ask you to send uh, a code uh, which we'll give you in a moment. But just before we are moving into our topic, uh, I wonder if... um, um, Joseph and, and Yoshi, we, we could look a little bit on a little article, you know, on the, our uh, World Watch segment. And what caught my attention was um, from the Barna Research is this article, Americans trust the government more than the church to make meaningful change. Now, that's a very interesting one because, um, you know, America as a known as a or used to be as a, a protestant country you know right. the church used to have a big influence in uh, mm. in society and it, i believe still has but right now it's quite a little bit of a change there you know um uh, when we ask uh, which institution can help create meaningful changes in a divided nation we're talking about uh, america here overwhelmingly uh, uh believe that the government you know, uh, at the state level or uh, even, um, uh, you know, the federal level mm-hmm. uh, will be more to trust than the church. Now, just before even I will look further into that article, what's your thought here, Joseph and, and um, Yoshi? Uh, why is the church losing ground, to say so, when in terms of trusting uh, the church? With all the difficulties we are um, facing today, usually people before, when when we go to difficult times, either if it's you know, financial or even political mm-hmm. or, uh, um, you know, natural disaster and so on and so forth, people will run to the churches, you know, they will mm-hmm. start to flock into the churches. And that was one of the things back in um, uh, 2001 with the uh, September 11, many people yes. were flocking into the church. Mm-hmm. But it seems like mm-hmm. that, Church is losing ground. Do you have anything which you would like to share on this aspect? Yeah, look, I, I, I think, Nick, what we see here is uh, the result of probably something that's been happening with, with churches and with, there I say, you know, with Christendom for, for quite a while, and that is that uh, society is seeing that church and faith slash religion, if we can put it that way, is having less and less impact mm. on them and relevance in their lives. And mm. I would say that probably for, for a number of reasons. Number one is the fact that within the church itself, sadly, sadly we have to admit it, mm. sadly there have been situations where religious leaders uh Specifically, let's say, and, and others in general, other Christian members in general, have not lived up to what they've professed. Mm. 
And so we have had religious leaders who have um, publicly, you know, it's been public about their lifestyle, whether immorality or uh, the way that they have uh, spent finances or mm. or, or um, abuses that have occurred. And so society people um, out there have, have looked at this and said, well, if this is how Christians behave, who who supposedly you know, are meant to be you know, moral and upright and all this kind of thing, we don't want anything to do with it. And so um, the hypocrisy, mm-hmm. if you can put it the way, the hypocrisy, and uh, the inconsistency, sadly, of the lives of religious leaders and church members themselves has meant that people have not looked at the church as something that is a, uh, a positive guide and influence in their lives. They haven't been drawn to it as a result of that. Um, the other thing I'd probably say is this is a, this this survey, this indication here is, uh, is indicating to us instead that... Um, the people are saying that the church is not as relevant mm. in connecting and influencing day to day life. Mm. Uh, perhaps, perhaps church has become something that is a bit insular, if I can put it that way. Mm. Mm. Um, groups, churches, Christians, they meet, they meet themselves, they meet together, they meet separately, and uh, there isn't the interaction with community uh, in helping um, the needs of communities, mm-hmm. uh, hurts, uh, wh- whatever they are that, that are in the community. Now, that doesn't mean that, th- that this is not happening at all, but it, it would seem that mm. Christianity and church in general has mm. not really influenced society positively enough for people to say, Hey, we we look to the church as one of the main ways to make to make change. Yep. Yes, and just before I come to Yoshi, maybe if you have a, a thought or a comment on this one, uh, I believe also there is a tendency in the church to drop some of the principles, you know, uh, just to to be able to connect, uh, let's say, better with people. And there, uh, people are picking up on this, you yes. know. I, I believe uh, the Christian are called to live to the faith which they uh, profess to, you know. Mm. And, yeah, what's your uh, thought, uh, Yoshi? Uh, look, I, I lived in America for about three years, and there's almost this product that some, Amer- not all certainly, but there's, there's this desire to market Christianity as a product. Okay. Um, um, and, and I agree with you, the hypocrisy that comes with it. I mean, you have all these prosperity gospel preachers, mm-hmm. you know, give till it hurts. If you give, then, you know, and they're running around with million dollar cars and, mm-hmm. and mansions and things like that, where the essence of Christianity is the Bible, the relevance, the serving, the, mm-hmm. the change in lifestyle that's meaningful, that's powerful, um, and that looks towards a hope and a future, mm-hmm. not, not just, not just life in this world right now. And Americans, um, I think they're just bigger and bolder in so many different <laughs> ways. I remember watching a concert um, just on YouTube. It popped up on my YouTube feed. And um, I won't say who it is, but it took about 15 minutes before I realized, or 12 minutes before I realized it was a Christian concert. Right. Um, it just looked like any other concert that, mm. that you know, um, the music was nice. I was like, oh, I'll just watch it. You know, this is a little bit interesting. It's popped up on my feed, but didn't realize, didn't know this, didn't know the artist. It was 12 minutes and I was like, oh, did he just say God? Oh, my first thoughts were, oh, this is a, this is a secular concert, so yeah. to speak. A rock and roll, oh, it wasn't a rock and roll concert. It was just, just good music. Mm. It's like, oh, they're mentioning God before I realized, oh, it's, actually a Christian band. Um, and it's interesting when, when that 
doesn't match up with just about everything else we read from the Bible, where yeah. Jesus m- was more interested or less interested in the show rather mm-hmm. uh, yeah. than than the changing of people's lives. And maybe because of that, uh, com- um, you know, and Joseph, you hit the nail on the head, right? Where why should we look to a church? Mm. To, to make any meaningful changes when it's yeah. all about them putting on a show and all yep. those things. And interesting yeah. that uh, about 52% of those interviewed um, declared that they uh, rather trust in the government, in the mm. institutions of the government than the church. But the good thing is, if I could mention this, is that 50% of those adults which were interviewed, mm-hmm. they still say that they trust in a person more than an institution, which gives a, a little bit of a, a good, um, you know, that, that thing, you know, because it, we are called to be as an individual to really live that's right. the mm. life which that that gives us that, that gives us Nick uh, still a hope and mm. a, and a real opportunity for each one of us mm. as believers in Jesus. As as Christians, we we can still have a positive influence. We can still make a difference. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, in our communities. Um, and what you touched on there about institutions, Nick, I, that would clearly be the case here in Australia. Australians are generally uh, sceptical of institutions, probably mm. even more so. Mm. Uh, I mean, look, as, as Aussies, we, we, we're, we're, we're quite a sceptical lot about <laughs> yeah. so many things, really. But particularly institutions, particularly Products and you, you touched on this, Yoshi, and I, I appreciated that because that, yeah, Aussies and I think people, people in society are, are wary of something that can be that's that's seen as being just marketed or promoted or pushed. However, if there is if there are individuals who are living uh, true godly lives mm. who are practically demonstrating the love of Jesus, who are helping. Uh, in relevant, engaging ways with within their communities, uh, people are going to be drawn to that. People are going to notice that, and that is a very powerful witness for Christ and uh, and the Bible. Wonderful. And my dear friend listening today, if you come across some of these things, you know yourself, um, you are uh, invited to share with us maybe a, you know a thought or a comment in regard of this. And I'm encouraging you not to be discouraged if you see something going wrong, you know, and if you read in the media or somewhere else that some churches or institutions are doing this and that. Try to connect with people, relationship, because then we can build together, you know, uh, a community and to trust each other. And in the end, uh, we have to follow the Bible rather than, uh, you know, to be drawn away or uh, towards a group or an institution. But I think on the individual level is still a lots of things which we can uh, benefit of. Mm. All right. Well, um, well, uh, just take a, a, put a little plug here actually, and we'll come back uh, again and we'll start our uh, um, program with the topic prepared for today. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And this is the right time, big Q&A with Nick Rita, Joseph Maticic and uh, Yoshi uh, today in the studio here. Uh, my dear friend, I have a book uh, prepared for you today and this is uh, called uh, uh, Draining the... Joseph, what was the, that word there, the sticks? But I, I think it's <laughs> something behind that... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so, so the book offer today, Nick, is titled Draining the Sticks. Now, it's not sticks as in wood sticks, you know, st- uh, st- not, not that sticks. We, we should explain to our listeners that it's sticks spelt S-T-Y-X. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a slightly unusual word, but it actually um, ca- um, comes from ancient Greek mythology where sticks was one of the rivers of the underworld. Mm. So when we understand that, the title makes much more sense. Draining the sticks uh, is actually uh, saying draining draining the river of the underworld, dra- draining draining the w- river of the underworld. And Nick, uh, this, uh, th- this book, uh, this book offer for, for this week, I mean, fascinating title mm. when we understand that. Uh, th- this book, book, book offer, um, the subtitle says, Taking the Mystery Out of Death and Hell, uh, written by Sean, Sean Boonstra. Mm, uh, a, a great book. Why don't you tell listeners how they can get a copy Absolutely, of it? Absolutely, Joseph. And we'll come maybe with a little bit more information as we go through the program. But uh, my dear friend, if you want this book, you can send us a text message with the code SA78. SA stands for South Australia, 78. No space in between and no other words. Just this code. Send it to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and our friendly robot will be, will be more than happy to take you through. And this book is yours, free of charge, no obligation. All right, um, Joseph and Yoshi. This is the question which we have for today: Are Christianity and Halloween? Compatible. Mm. Now we are, um, um, you know, looking into this, um, you know, for the whole week, this topic, contentious issues for believers. Halloween is approaching. And wherever I drive around, I can see already people putting out uh, all sorts of, uh, uh, you know, displays there. And, you know, from year to year, I see more and more of this. It's interesting that people rather believe more in, in the death than in the live, mm. uh, what what your what are your thoughts, just uh, Joseph and, and Yoshi, just from the beginning of this program when you read that, um, is you know Christianity compatible with Halloween? It's interesting what you said there, Nick. Seeing more and more of the um, decorations with Halloween now. Halloween, uh, you know, when I was when I was a kid, uh, Yoshi. Um, and I'm a little bit older than you, but uh, just a little, um, bit. not much. Look, when when I was a young person, Halloween, yeah, we heard a bit about it. It was sort of seen as oh, that, that's that's that American it's thing, American you know? thing, yeah. Uh, you know, there's Thanksgiving, that's an American thing. Halloween, that's that American thing. That's no longer the case. Mm. That's no longer the case. Um, and you know, Nick, you touched on it. In the lead up to, uh, you know, and, and here we are, you know, Halloween's coming up you know, in next week in Australia, but um, uh, in the lead up to in our supermarkets, having merchandise mm. uh, weeks in advance, um, seeing people's homes, front front of their homes, fences, uh, nature strips, etc., cetera, uh, decorated uh, with... Um, uh, yeah, black black garb, cobwebs, skulls. Uh, yeah, you name it. These are these are representations. Yeah, of of death. Um, there there are some 
decorations. And some that, graphics ones, uh, Joseph, uh, with blood uh, and things like that. I saw even on the back of the bus, mm. uh, driving in the city today, I could not believe it. Uh, or on the side of the bus also, uh, Halloween and all those uh, little bit horror thing. You know, you wonder, I mean, is that what you want to to expose to even to the young ones or what's so funny about this how do you uh, expect the younger ones to grow um, you know uh, having a solid uh, grounded you know let's say experience in in life by exposing them to these sort of things well that's 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 a really good question because particularly with with uh, with children there are other elements of halloween that seem and I stress the word seem, that seems so, so harmless. Hmm. There's pumpkins, there's candy. Uh, candy. Well, that's right. There's, there's the lollies. whole, there's Sorry, the whole, uh, 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 well, we're not America. <laughs> lollies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we understand when you say about candy because, you know, come, come October 31st mm. and, and it, it actually, this is a real thing, particularly for our family, very much so. Nick, in our street, we, ha- we actually have neighbors, uh, who come knocking on our door, ringing the doorbell. Ch- children, children are coming along. Um, now it's interesting that actually say, I mean, they're dressed up. We, we, we have, um, we have them, you know, wearing these kind of outfits and, and masks and, you know, some are looking pretty scary. And the kids, kids are just going around, sort of giggling and you know, thinking this is this is just real fun. It's trick or treat, right? Mm. And, and now some of them actually, you know, will actually state that at the door, but uh, basically they just turn up, and uh, yeah, you're expected to you know to give them some some treats, some some, some lollies, or as you said, ca- candy. Mm. Uh, so clearly there is this real increase in its. In its uh, celebration, now is it just purely a marketing uh, opportunity for uh, for companies? But yeah, what 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 kind of is really going on here? And what we're really want to wrestle with is the whole point of view yeah. is, is it compatible with Christians? I think one of the biggest challenges is that is like Joseph, like you said, there is a harmless component to it, and yeah. there is a commercial component to it. I mean, which kid wouldn't like free lollies for like? you know, as much as you can get going from door to door, right? And I have a feeling part of it is probably marketed by, 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 uh, commercially that is. You go to Costco, um, you have all these giant decorations and candies that you can, can I said candy again, didn't I? Mm. <laughs> when the spirit, with spirit of, spirit of Halloween. So <laughs> <laughs> lollies, lollies. Um, but that's, that's where the danger lies, I think. The harmlessness, um, and I guess that's kind of how the devil works. There's always a little bit of harmlessness mm. or a little bit of truth. And when we let our guard down, that's, that's where the problem comes in. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Very, very interesting on uh, mentioning that because, uh, uh, yes, the little children, I remember when I was uh, a child, uh, I always want to go for those sorts of things, you know. Mm. We have a different um, um, celebration, you know, uh, in in celebrating the dead. You oh, know? Okay, in, uh, in Eastern Europe. In Eastern Europe, yeah. that's right. Okay. It's a bit a different one, but uh, um, same date or different time I'm of the year. Sure, I'm not sure if it was the same day, okay. date, but probably it's different. Um, but what I was trying to say here is that these young ones, 
they are exposed to something which can really mess up their uh, mind for the real thing in the future. Let me just uh, give a bit of uh, some heads up, uh, my dear friend listening today, for what we are going to talk uh, for this coming uh, week. Mm. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, is the supernatural real? You know, and uh, not only the young ones, but in particular the young ones, they are very attracted to the things, you know, supernatural and all those things, you know. Or another question we'll pose, is my example important? How I treat these sorts of things? Uh, how I go along with them? Or the media, peer pressure and biblical Christianity, where I stand in this regard, I'm going along with the, uh, with the flock again, with uh, whatever is popular, or, or we standing up for something which is biblical, because the Bible talks quite a bit about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the state of the dead, for example. Mm-hmm. And another question which uh, we'll, uh, we'll look at, and I believe we'll conclude, you know, this, um, this uh, topic kind of, is how much is the biblical Christian called to challenge culture. You just mentioned uh, Joseph a bit earlier, and I remember myself uh, 20 years ago when I arrived here in Australia, was hardly uh, anywhere Halloween, you know, as as big as it is now, but from year to year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. And now uh, people are making big plans. It's more almost like the Christmas uh, decoration, mm. you know, mm. and even a month before I could see people are decorating their houses with uh, with these things, you know, for Halloween. Exactly. And I think, Nick, um, well, so what we need to maybe just uh, look at a little bit is, well, w- what are the origins of Halloween? Uh, that would uh, be a good one to may- Maybe to if we just for a moment just, just look at that. I mean, some people may not realize, um, and, and some may. But um, so literally the word Halloween is, uh, comes from, uh, I guess, a, a couple of terms, all hallows and, and evening. Mm. Um, the word itself means saints' evening. Uh, and comes from the Scottish term for all all Hallows Eve, um, and um, you know there, there was uh, you know, there's there's a couple of aspects to it. October the thirty uh, first, the date and at which it's uh, which Halloween is, um, was the last day of uh, seen as the last day of um, uh, of spring and heading into. Into autumn, yes. Okay, um, and um, so it, it originally uh, um, was was as we said called, comes from the term All Hallows and evening, and then um, October thirty one, and then um, it was it, it's been morphed into the modern spelling of of, of Halloween. Um, uh, it, it's it was. Seen as a time when the um, uh, when people would um, you know, would look at uh, you know, celebrating uh, essentially celebrating the dead. If we can Correct. put it, if we can we, if yeah. we can put it that way, it, it has um, connections with uh, with the with the Celtics. For instance, the Celtic people believe that on the night of October thirty one, demons, witches. And spirits of all those who had died within the past year roamed about freely. Mm. Uh, most people were afraid to leave their homes on this night. Uh, those who absolutely had to go out wore grotesque masks and terrifying costumes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Does that does that seem to sort of uh, mm, yeah. have any connections with what 
you know, what people are doing these days. Um, the reason that they wore all these scary masks is because they, they reasoned that if they looked uh, if they looked horrible enough, if they looked scary enough, the spirits would think that they were one of them and would do them no harm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so what we find here is that fear uh, was, you know, clearly fear was a, was a big element of it. Um, now, you touched on the decorations. Uh, many of the decorations are spooky decorations, um, making places look haunted, etc., uh, which is which is sort of connected with some of this the, 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 uh, the, these origins. It seems like it seems like you know these origins. You can just look it up on the internet. Really, yeah. they, they, they don't. You know, it's, it, they're not hiding any of this. No, um, and it seems like they're trying to dress it down with some harmless stuff, like like lollies and mm. and all those things. But that doesn't change the origin. That doesn't change the the intentions behind it. And that, and that would explain why you still have all the the cobwebs, the the scary masks, the, all of those things. Um, it's almost it's it's almost. It's like when it was started out, oh, it's too scary. Yeah. So we have to just reduce it so it's just okay enough to go into the mainstream, but still keeping those, I think, pretty dangerous elements. Elements, yeah. Very yeah. unbiblical elements um, in there just for the sake yeah. of making it, quote unquote, more mainstream. Yeah. I mean, one, yeah. one thing yeah. which um, also caught my attention uh, during the years is that people and Christians, that's what amazes me more than anything. They are caught into these sort of things, you know, and uh, the description of, uh, you just mentioned, uh, uh, Joseph, about the spirits, you mm-hmm. know, maybe evil spirits, you know, looking horrible and all those things. And you see here, it's a very tricky one because um, uh, the Bible even portrays that, uh, you know, the enemy, Satan, you know, he's not necessarily looking like uh, yeah. with a pitchfork and all those things, but he can be even an angel, looking mm. like an angel of light. Mm-hmm. But you see, you already paint that picture in the mind of the young ones, mm. something which is not real. And in fairness to the young ones, that's right. And in fairness to the young ones, they, they are oblivious. They, they really are. The little children have no idea what, you know, what some of these origins are. So, for, you know, for example, um, you know, the, the customs connected with Halloween way back, uh, are traced back to the Druids priests of, of the Celtic tribes that occupied Northern and, and, and Western Europe. Um, so originally Halloween, uh, dates back Several, you know, centuries, centuries back, centuries back, um, and um, it was called the festival of Samhain, the Lord, the Lord of Death. You know, so you've got this unpleasantness right there. But anyway, um, and as part of their worship of Samhain, the Druid priests built huge bonfires uh, on which both animals and humans were sacrificed. This was a barbaric practice, really, um, and um, uh, yeah. So th- you've got these elements to it now. Come, come to the time of, you know, of, um, you know, early Christianity, uh, the Roman church was actually unable to, well, is that fair to even put it that way? Unable. But essentially the Roman church was looking at for ways in which it would be able to, um, connect with people who perhaps were still involved in pagan practices. Mm. And so the Roman church, sadly, um, uh, Christianized it, if I can use that term, Yoshi. Mm, mm. Uh, Christianized some of these pagan 
festivals, and Halloween is one of them. Uh, the Druid celebration in honor of, the, of death became All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. Remember? Halloween, all, you know, from All Hallows Evening, uh, became All Saints Day, which was to be observed by all the churches, and it was proclaimed as a day to honor all the saints who had died. Mm. Uh, but in practice, it had re- always been a pagan celebration or or the the day of the dead. So, mm. um, you know, very much death, very much uh, fear. And in fairness to children, and in fairness to probably most people today, wouldn't have a clue of of, of its origins and yeah. and what it's about. Hey guys, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you so, finished sorry, the thought, so yeah. just to conclude the thought, I guess. A, a person who uh, who is serious about the Bible, uh, someone who wants to be a, a, a committed follower of Jesus Christ, mm. just from this, would know from Scripture that this does not align with uh, what, what 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 the Bible would teach us. And so, yeah, from that perspective, it it is incompatible. Now, we're not just going to let land it at that, but we'll come back to that in just a little yes. bit more to say, well, how, how, how do we then? How can we actually respond? Mm. Uh, how can we respond in a in a meaningful way rather than just downing this and and uh, trying to ignore the whole thing? And maybe we have a question: If we'll have time, uh, should the Christian celebrate uh, uh, yeah. Halloween? We may we may look at that. But we are going to take a short break right now. Play a song, and we'll be back with you, my dear friend. Don't go don't go anywhere. But again, I would like to. Uh, draw your attention to the offer which we have for today. Now I noticed there that Arthur, you um, send a message with the SA27. I'm not sure if I said that wrongly or maybe you are looking for another offer, but today offer is um, called um, the title of the the offer it's um it's called draining the sticks draining the sticks taking, by taking the mystery out of death and hell by Sean Boonstra. Yes, and to get this offer, you need to send a text message with the code SA78. SA78. No space in between. And, um, yeah, you'll, uh, you'll have this uh, offer. But right now, a beautiful song. And we'll be back shortly. City, New Jerusalem come down Twelve jasper walls and gates of pearl Such splendor all around And he tells about a river of life That flows beneath the throne Where we'll drink and live eternally In a mansion all our own Oh, if that don't make you want to go Brother, if that don't make you want to go I don't know what does They say there is no heartache there And no more curse of sin No sickness and no cross to bear And death can't enter in No war, no enemy 
perfect peace. Oh, if that don't make you wanna go, brother, if that don't make you wanna go, sister, if that don't make you wanna go to heaven, I don't know what does. Back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita. And in the studio with us today, it's uh, Joseph uh, Maticic and uh, Yoshi. And uh, we are talking today about our uh, Christianity and Halloween compatible. Now, just before the break, we, we talked a little bit about how uh, this grows from year to year, you know, Halloween and uh, it's a celebration in actually of the dead. Uh, and uh, people are doing all sorts of um, things in regard to, to this celebration. Now, in the, le- in the few more minutes left here, which we don't have too much time, we are going to look in the Bible a little bit to see what the Bible has to say about this, uh, Joseph. And mm. uh, probably you can take us through a little bit to some of those passages. Thank you, Nick. So, look, what we what we shared before the break was to see what Halloween is, where where it's come from, mm. uh, what its what its origins are, and in light of that, it would be it, it should be clear enough that um, for someone who wants to f- to follow what the Bible says, what the, what the Bible teaches, um, the practice of Halloween, of celebrating Halloween, is not something that a commis- committed Christian mm. would would be involved mm. in. Um, because now the, the word Halloween, of course, is not actually mentioned in the Bible. Mm. Okay, so you, you know, if someone's going to say, "I would want to see what the what does the Bible say about Halloween," well, it doesn't specify the word. But then again, the Bible doesn't mention. Yeah, other specific terms either. That doesn't mean we, it, it says that there's nothing wrong with, with a particular practice. You have to look at principles. You have to look, look at teachings. And scripture clearly instructs Christians against participation in pagan practices that directly involve things like witchcraft, the occult, and you know, the worship of, of other deities. Uh, an overriding principle is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, where the Bible says, whether you eat, or whether you drink, or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Mm. So um, our, f- our commitment to Christ 
needs to be governed by this overarching principle. And um, the practices of Halloween, do they bring glory to God or, as we've actually seen, Mm. they actually uh, have connotations of um, worshipping the dead, Mm -hmm. um, scary witches, the occult, um, death, and and, and these these kinds of things. So um, in and of itself, going from door to door asking for lollies or dressing up, that in and of itself is not an evil. It's what it, what it's, it can be associated mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. and what its what its connotations are. Does that make sense? And so that's important to keep in mind. Yeah, certainly. If somebody knocks on your door, <laughs> dressed in a costume, you don't you don't want to open the door and go, "You are evil. Stay away from me." That would just be well. That's not doing it for the glory of God. I mean, the short answer to the question is, you know, are Christianity and Halloween compatible? The answer is no, because they yeah. have two very very different. Um, ends of the spectrum really when you, when it comes down to it that's a good way of putting it yep. yeah yep. yeah but at the end of the day i think it's an opportunity to open up conversations mm. um it's an opportunity to even if you say something along the lines of hey halloween actually ha- has christian influence and that opens the door to discussion that opens the door to uh finding out more and there are certainly harmless components of halloween as you've talked about you know that kids love the dressing yeah. up uh the sweets and all those things um and and I think at the end of the day, when you are able to kind of, to kind of, look, let me put it this way, Joseph. For me, and I'm looking at Nick, you know, there are certain things where you just want to stay away from. Mm. Um, you, you keep an arm's, you keep an arm's length, right? Um, I'm very happily married to my wife. And if a single woman says, Oh, do you want to go out for a drink? I would be very, very careful to say no. Mm. I would go, Hey, bring my wife along. Or I would say, let's meet in the public place. Or I would at the very least go, why? Mm. If the person, if the single woman says, no, nah, I just want to get to know you. My answer would be no. Mm. You know, but if there's a purpose behind it, then I will bring my wife, Joseph. I'll bring you along. Um, Halloween has those seemingly, uh, and I used to word innocent things, mm. but behind it, there's a darker and a deeper reason. And if you're unsure, personally, I would just stay away from it. Mm. Use it as an opportunity to reach out, to talk, um, to, to open up conversations of what you believe and why you believe, what happens after you die. And that's a, a good point, uh, Yoshi, as mm. you said, because you see, it's a misunderstanding understanding about mm. the state of the dead uh, and you can open a discussion even uh, on this uh, aspect because mm. uh, people may uh, may just say hey uh, we are um, celebrating the dead mm. for example mm. but you can open a discussion a biblical discussion what that means or what's what the bible has to say about uh, the state of the dead exactly because you know um, the very concept of uh, Having these decorations or wearing these masks to ward off, um, you know, spirits of dead ones is, is clearly, um, non-biblical. And we, mm. we know that the Bible tells us, um, in a number of places, but, you know, it makes it very clear. The dead know nothing. Mm. Uh, the Bible, uh, refers to death as a sleep. That those that are in the grave, they are not conscious. They are not praising God. They are not, uh, in a, in, in any kind of conscious state. So, mm. uh, people who have died, people have passed away. There, there's nothing to be scared of them because they are not, uh, conscious. They're, they're, they're not, Appearing, they're not able to appear again, um, uh, good or or otherwise, to mm. to, to interact or to, to, to be involved. And so you know, uh, right. sometime um, looking at this aspect, that 
particularly when children are involved, innocency. Mm. You know, you're mm. thinking, you know, that's innocent, you know, to go from the... But behind that, mm. it can creep in something very serious. Mm. And I came across myself with young people who were exposed to all sorts of things like horror things, movies. And unfortunately, just, just very recent, somebody very near, I mean, dear to me, uh, they were just... Uh, going to the extremes, you know, uh, in terms of uh, s- safety of mm. their life, mm. because they start, uh, these st- things started to to creep in mm. and drive you away and yeah. your mind from the thing. And then you allow the, the forces of darkness, mm. if you like, the enemy to take control of your life. And I think that's, that's what it's a very um, important for us to put in place some good guidelines and the parents, you know, to be uh, conscious of the the fact that they may, involuntary, you know, even subconsciously, mm. they can allow their children or the young ones to um, to get involved in something which can be very uh, very bad, you know, mm. down the track. Mm. It, so it's really more a case of not the children, but parents who. Who, who provide an opportunity for their children to, to go out, let's say, for instance, trick or treat or to, to dress up in, in the various costumes. And they are the ones that should be more informed. Mm-hmm. They, they are the ones that should be a little bit wiser about these things and, uh, and explain and, and I guess provide direction. Um, but as, as, as we see though, um, a lot of people, including adults, see it completely as totally harmless fun and like Yoshi was saying if people if or when people come to the door if we do see people engaged in this um, rather than completely shunning these people or worse condemning and and mm. um, criticizing them mm. we can have an opportunity mm. to engage them in conversation mm. And if there is an openness to it, to take a little bit further spiritually, sure. my, Biblic- biblically. Yep. Yeah, one of my favorite Bible verses is found in Second Timothy uh, chapter 1 and verse 7, right? The Bible says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, mm. but of power and of love yeah. and of a sound mind. Um, Halloween had... It has its origins in fear. It yeah. may not be there straight away. Nick, you mentioned horror movies. Um, I, I work with a lot of young people when I started as a youth pastor and, and, um, you know, they think it's harmless. They think it's, it's make believe, but it affects them. And, and it's almost, it's almost like that hit that you have to get. It's yeah. like, oh, it has to, it has to be scary and worse and worse and worse. And sometimes it's just better to not start at all. Yeah. Um, God does, did not intend for us to have a spirit of fear in any any way, shape, or form, disguised in any way, shape, or form. Um, to, and this verse, you know, of power of love and of a sound mind, and that's how we should approach this matter. Very, very wise counsel there. Absolutely, Nick. And, you know, um, we, we made the point here that um, the dead know nothing, that you know, uh, they, they are not around, wandering around. So there's, there's nothing compatible there with uh, what the Bible teaches about uh, the spirits. However... Uh, and this is going to be unpacked as as the week goes on here. Nick. Sure. Uh, we also want to acknowledge this other very important point, and that is the supernatural is is actually very real. It is a very serious thing, 
but we need to understand that are right. And so I'm not going to go into it today because that's not the focus of today's program. But tomorrow, in the next few days, here on Drive Time, that's going that's going to be looked at. It, it's a yeah. very important, it's a very serious um, topic. And one that is quite connected with this. That's, that's why we're raising this. And we're, we're not just here just to have a, a whole issue on just, just you know, Halloween. You know, that'll come and mm, go. Mm. But what it does raise is the whole topic of the supernatural. Mm. Horror movies and all of this kind of stuff uh, are related to that. The Bible does speak a lot about it. And we as Christians need to be well informed on that. And so that's why we're going to be looking at it more. Mm. Yes, wonderful. All right, guys, just before we conclude, uh, I would like to mention again the offer which we have for today. It's a book, uh, Draining the Sticks, uh, Taking the Mystery Out of Death and Hell by uh, Sean uh, Bonstra. Um, my dear friend, you can send a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA78. Now, Joseph and... Um, um, Yoshi. Yoshi. That's it. I may, it may take a little bit of time, you know, to <laughs> learn um, uh, that, but uh, a minute maybe each. Uh, how would you like to just uh, bring a few things together, you know, uh, in regard to, to this uh, question which we uh, yeah, pose uh, for today? I'd like to say that um, it's not surprising to see the ever-increasing celebration of Halloween in our country, which is becoming rapidly more and more secular and therefore it raises the challenge even more for us as those who follow the bible those who want to represent god Mm. how can we in a respectful christ-like way connect with people who simply do not see any any concerns with this with this celebration mm. and i'll use that verse you uh, read earlier first corinthians ten thirty one. whatever you do do all to the glory of god mm. so on how you approach halloween how you talk to people who celebrate mm. halloween how you don't celebrate Halloween, do it do it all to the glory of god that means showing his love showing his care showing his concern um even as you know we know uh the unbiblicalness behind it if i can use that word just yeah. remember do it all to to the glory of God. Yeah, well said. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, uh, guys, coming up mm. here today, and uh, really enjoy uh, you, Yoshi, uh, your input here. Looking forward to to have you more on uh, drive time thank here, you. and. Uh, jo- Joseph, we may just uh, give you a call. You know, uh, there in Queensland, and say, "Come on." Uh, uh, you know, share with us. <laughs> ha- 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 happy to join in. But it's good to have you both uh, here today. My dear friend, uh, that's all from, um, from us uh, today. Please join us tomorrow because we are going to um, look at um, uh, this question. Is the supernatural real? I think will be a very interesting uh, question. But until then, may God richly bless you and walk safely in the footsteps of Jesus. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus Who being in very He
Lord, 